How's everyone doing? My name is Omar J. De Jesus, and I am the host of Second Chance, Voices of the Unheard. My podcast talks about the second chance people receive after doing time in an institution, innocent or guilty, while changing a poisonous narrative of prisoners' perceptions. For the most part, people returning to society are outcasted and even treated as such. So my job is to give people an opportunity and a platform to tell their story. Everybody deserves a second chance. You know, there are people in this world that believe that someone who broke the law, who committed a crime, uh, belongs in prison. And, you know, that's, that's their opinion. It's not a fact. It's not debatable. That's how they feel. And as me being who I am, I respect that. I would never try to persuade them into thinking something different. That's their their choice. I believe people deserve second chances. Because they never had a legitimate first chance. But, you know, it's a number of reasons why people uh, are put in situations. You know, for the most part, it's survival. And then it's discriminatory laws that discriminate against people of color, you know. And that's another issue at hand. So there's so many issues within issues that keeps you from striving and is designed in that purpose for you not to strive. So today, I want to talk about um, decisions. And I have a story here to start it off with. um, Because this is something in life that we'd always have to do. Make decisions. Some good, some bad, some unpopular. But unfortunately, we have to make decisions. And sometimes your, your decision can land you in prison like it did me. Because I had no choice. Well, I did have a choice, but uh, 20 seconds of irrational thinking, that was my choice. I didn't really think it out because I didn't have time to. I'm a foot up people that do have enough time to think about something that may get them in trouble or may affect you somewhere down the line in your life. Think about it thoroughly before you decide because it can come back to bite you in your butt. And the reason why I say that is, um, matter of fact, I'm just going to get into this story. Okay. So there, there's a group of children that were playing their two railway tracks. One still in use while the other disused. Only one child played on the disused track. The rest of an operational track. A train is approaching. And you are just beside the track interchange. You can make the train change its course to the disused track and save most of the kids. However, that would also mean the lone child playing by the disused track would be sacrificed. Or would you rather let the train go its way? Let's take a pulse to think about what kind of decision we can make. Most people choose to divert the course of the train 
and sacrifice only one child. You may think the same way, I guess. Exactly. I thought the same way initially because to save most children at the expense of only one child was a rational decision most people would make morally and emotionally. But have you ever thought that the child choosing to play on a disused track had in fact made the right decision to play at a safe place? And that's the thing. Nevertheless, he had to be sacrificed because of his ignorant friends who chose to play where the danger was. This kid, this kind of dilemma happens around us every day in office, community, and politics, and especially in a democratic, supposedly, society. The minority is often sacrificed for the interest of majority. Oh, don't people of color know this all well? been going on for years no matter how foolish or ignorant the majority are the child who chose not to play with the rest on the operational track was sidelined and if he was sacrificed no one even shed a tear for him the great the great critic leo valeski julian who told the above story said he would not try to change the course of the train because he believed that the kids playing on the operational track should be should have known very well that track was still in use and they should have run away if they heard the train sirens if the train was diverted that lone child would definitely die because he he never thought the train could come over to that track moreover that track was not in use probably because it was not safe. If the train was diverted to that track, we could put the lives of all passengers on board at stake. And in your attempt to save a few kids by sacrificing one child, you might end up sacrificing hundreds of people to save these few kids. While we are all aware that life is full of tough decisions that need to be made. We may not realize that hasty decisions may not always be the right one. Remember that what's right isn't always popular and what's popular isn't always right. Everybody makes mistakes. That's why they place erasers on pencils. Wow. I totally agree with that. See, and I, I, I correlate that to my experience um, growing up. I come from a good household, but deciding to hang with the bad people. I wouldn't say bad people. The, the kids. Kids are kids. Decided to hang with the, the wrong crowd. Led me to doing a lot of things that I didn't feel so alright with. But just to be accepted, I did them anyway. Because I didn't be, I didn't want to be looked at as any different. I wanted to be one of, like one of the boys. 
So, I did things that I'm not proud of. I mean, shit, we make mistakes. But everything in my life happened for a reason. And the reason why I say that is because the person that I am today wasn't the person going through these experiences. Because one, just because you're older don't make you much mature. For me personally, the more experiences you have in your life or experience in your life, that's what makes you mature. Age is just a number. You got some older people that's very immature. But I had made many, many bad choices. And I live by that because it made me who I am today. That train it's my life and my life was heading in self-destruction because of the choices that I've made I was sacrificed in a sense to my realization and Reality of how I was living wasn't correct. I learned that later on in life. I knew I was breaking laws and committing crimes. I'm not going to sit and act like I was that ignorant, like I didn't know. Like, you know, though I, I didn't have no knowledge of the law I was breaking, I knew I was breaking laws. But what I'm saying is, I had to live by that. I broke. I broke a law, I committed a crime, and I lived with it. But the process of me changing the direction of the train while I was incarcerated, those were some of the best choices and decisions I made throughout my whole life. And it's unfortunate that I had to, it had to take prison for me to get a better understanding of who I was, who life was. And it took two years of schooling with NYU for me to get a better understanding of society at whole and how everything played a part with the decisions I made because I wasn't educated. You know, they said once you are educated, you make better choices in life, make better decisions, you know. I'm not the most educated. I'm only I only have an associate's degree from NYU. But definitely I've learned so much about myself throughout that whole process. It was amazing. I invested 13 years of my life in the institution, but the outcome was priceless. <laughs> And the reason why I say that is, I came out with a degree. I came out with a better understanding of who I was. I came out with my family still, my health. I came out with friends that I've made throughout the years of being incarcerated with people. People that I didn't even know. People that had so much in common like me. Meanwhile, the people that I grew up with, they didn't even visit me. They didn't even reach out to me. 
And those were the kids that I was playing on the tracks with. But when that train came, I got sacrificed. And the reason why I got sacrificed is because, like, like the thing says at the end, what right isn't always popular, and what's popular isn't always right. I, th I thought I was doing the popular thing, and it wasn't right. And I paid with my freedom daily. But the whole process, like I was saying, is what helped me see the mistakes in my life that I was making. And the first mistake was the way I thought. And the second mistake was the people that I chose to deal with. They didn't want me to be all right. They didn't want me to be successful. They didn't want me to be content, financially motivated. They didn't want me to be none of that. They wanted me to be idle, ignorant, uneducated, because they was able to manipulate me into doing shit that they wanted me to do because I didn't know no better when I was a kid. And... I learned that later on in life that people will use you to their ability. And it ain't always in a bad thing. And then sometimes it ain't always a good thing. But that depends on the person. For some for some reason we all use each other. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds harsh. I know. But this is a world where everyone is getting used. Even the politicians are using the people in society. This is a world where everyone get, is getting used. Everybody. You know, so, you know, I had this situation recently. Um, I met this young lady um, off of LinkedIn. And, I mean, she's amazing. I mean, she wears a lot of hats. First and foremost, you know, she plays sports. Not only play sports, she's an entrepreneur. She's educated. I mean, she's a nice person. I mean, she took a liking to me, and I, don't, I didn't even know who she was at first. And then as I got to know who she was, she's a wonderful person. So she's helping me in many aspects, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. And she introduced me to a friend. But here's the problem. His friend as an issue with my criminal history. I was honest. I spoke to one guy and, you know, he actually enjoyed the conversation. You know, I was honest. I said, listen, I made numerous mistakes in my life. I went to prison. I've, I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of. I said, but, you know, I, I redeemed myself. I got an education. I self-educated. I've done so many good things since being home. And his friend, I guess, isn't okay with the fact that I I have a criminal history, you know, and this is about business. Um, if we are expecting to change the world or the trajectory of the world by, 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 by action, then it starts with the people, educating the people. If, if you hold in your biases towards people with a criminal history or hatred, or whatever it may be, 
Now, how, how are you expecting to get your blessings if you're not willing to help people and you're just limiting people because of their past mistake? And 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 it's it's terrible. At one point, they was doing that with education. If you had a felon or a misdemeanor, you wasn't getting pelled. You wasn't getting tapped. And and these are programs that's useful for people that's not financially situated. You know, everybody isn't born with a spoon in their mouth. You know, we ain't privileged. I'm not privileged. I don't. I'm not white privileged. I'm not white, but I'm not privileged in general. You know, my parents are migrants who migrated from Puerto Rico in the search of American dream. But they, yeah, they was in search of the American dream, but they didn't know they was entangled in a in an American nightmare with all the lies they tell you over here. Yeah, you can do what you want. You can become successful. Yeah, they tell you that. But they also don't tell you that the color of your skin or uh, your ethnicity is going to hold you from succeeding. They don't tell you that. But they sell you an illusion of the American dream thinking that people can come here and get rich. And that's not always necessarily the case. There's a lot of shit over here that's going on that people wasn't aware because they don't see that part. Until they come here and they realize it, that it isn't always what you think it is. And that's the problem with society. You know what I'm saying? They they say that they for the people, but their actions don't show that. See, my thing is this. I know I can't change nobody. But if you're willing to change, you'll change yourself. But what I would like to get to change is your perspective on how you see life and the way you think about life. Because that's where the first battle starts. It starts with you. You can't change nobody if they're not willing to change. And two, if you're willing to change somebody, take the time to initiate, to help someone. They got to change the way they think and the way they view life. Because if they got a negative outlook on life and they, they and their thoughts are just completely negative on life, it's going to be hard to, to help that person. You know, so my thing is, it's just getting everything you know that worked for you. And it may not work for him, but you can show him that how it worked for you. And maybe he can utilize some of them tools that you learned that you have in your toolbox. You know, because I'm not going to lie, for me to head change... It took a traumatic experience as prisons for me to keep keep changing because I didn't want this for me. Unfortunately, I landed in a fucking uh, a web in the, uh, in the injustice system. And I just got caught in the web because of the crime I committed. But then I also utilized the justice system and everything it offered to help better myself because I want to change. And that's the thing. People get caught up in a situation and they don't work on themselves. They do years without even trying to work on themselves, changing the way they think. They don't do nothing. Be in prison for 15, 20 years and then even work on themselves. Now, that's to each his own. You're entitled to do your time the way you choose to. But don't get mad and start talking silly when you see someone that, that wants to change and He's utilizing his time effectively and in a positive way. Don't look down on that brother like he's thinking he's better. No, he just know he's better and he doesn't belong there. So sometimes you got to take what you have and make the best out of it. And that's what prison shows you. You know, taking what you have to make the best out of it.
because life ain't always going to be where you want it to be. And it's not going to it's not going to change if you don't change it and, and changing it. I mean, by you changing yourself to where you don't fit into the world, but you can look at the world and analyze it and decipher that and make your decision based on facts. And this is the problem people are having. You know, there's a lot of factors that play into bad choices and decisions. I mean, we're not going to get into that stuff. But people always want to be with the in crowd. People want to be accepted. People don't want to look like a weirdo. So what they do is they try to fit into the in crowd. And the in crowd ain't always what you want to do. So it's better just to stay focused and isolate yourself away from that stuff. Why you think certain groups like uh, monks and Buddhists, they like they live separately but away from the world because they know the world can spoil you and tempt you into doing some things. So they just live on a different time. They don't. Look into internet. They don't do none of that stuff, man, because they already see. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody have choices to make, good or bad. And and I like the end of the, 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 the thing when it says everybody makes mistakes. That's why they place erasers on pencils. Because that mistake should define who you are. And I should be defined by the context of my character. And those some mistakes you can't erase, but you can't correct. And how can you correct that? It's by education, by educating yourself, by educating others. And just spreading that knowledge and that awareness. Because life is not going to be all great to everyone. Even if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, it might not be great for you either. You might make a choice the way you put yourself in a situation and that you got to deal with some of the stuff, but to each his own. So that is my spill. And this is my conclusion. I would like to say thanks to everyone who is listening to my podcast. Thanks to every organization that has helped me or had helped me change my perspective in life. A quick shout out to Osborne, AVP, Pace, The Fire Network, NYU's Prison Education Program, PEP and staff, Ignacio House and slash Thrive for Life Prison Project and staff. And remember, no one wants to do time, but we all need time. Good night. Peace and blessings, and I'm gone. Love you.